Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Pan of the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today's your Mindset Monday episode of the week. So, in today's episode, I want to discuss the TV show Cobra Kai on Netflix. And I also want to discuss the importance of fatherhood and why Cobra Kai uh, really espouses and teaches the importance of fatherhood. Um, and uh, if you guys have been following me for any amount of time, uh, you'll know that I am a martial arts teacher. But in addition to that, I'm also a husband and a father. Uh, my son is turning four uh, in about three weeks, which is awesome. And uh, I just I was watching the show a few weeks ago, and I, I just had a lot of time to think about it. And as a person who teaches martial arts and is also a dad, I saw a lot of themes regarding fatherhood that I think may have been overlooked by many watching the show. And this episode, I want to discuss it. So um, if you know anything about The Karate Kid, you know exactly what Cobra Kai is, right? Cobra Kai in the original Karate Kid movies uh, with uh, Ralph Macchio as Daniel LaRusso, um, he, the, the Cobra Kai uh, group is the dojo uh, that is essentially bullying uh, Ralph Macchio's character, Daniel LaRusso. Um, and now, of course, in recent years, we've come to realize that uh, <laughs> that can be put in question. There is a big trend on the internet and even within the Cobra Kai series, uh, you know, kind of arguing uh, that the Cobra Kai dojo is really not the bad guy in many ways. Uh, the character of Johnny Lawrence, who played the quote-unquote bully in the original movie, is now trying to turn a new leaf and trying to turn Cobra Kai into something positive. Uh, not just a living for himself, but something that he can do to impact kids in a positive way. Although he is a little rough around the edges, he does so in the best way he can. And so I was watching the show, and there's actually <clears throat> one particular episode. And I don't want to ruin the show for anybody, but there is this kind of this sense of this frenemy relationship between Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence, where, you know, Daniel views him as the original school bully and Johnny Lawrence, you know, resents him for, he thinks he's a school bully and, you know, yada, 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 all this stuff ensues. And, but there's this one interesting uh, part of one of the episodes. um, And I don't know if it was really overlooked, but the, uh, the two of them, if you guys haven't seen the show, Daniel LaRusso is actually this multimillion you know, a very successful car uh, dealership owner. He owns several uh, car dealerships um, in the Southern California area. And um, he actually, to make a long story short, he has to help Johnny find a new car in the lot just to kind of get rid of him, (laughs) more or less, right? But Johnny ends up taking him, um, you know, kind of on a trip down memory lane a little bit. Um, Actually, I apologize. Daniel takes him on a trip down memory lane. He actually walks to his old apartment in the original movie uh, with Johnny. And Johnny decides, hey, let's go get a drink. And so they end up going to this bar reluctantly, Daniel agrees, and they end up kind of, you know, venting and opening up to each other. And uh, they talk about how they both grew up without fathers and how Johnny Lawrence's, Johnny Lawrence, uh, his relationship to uh, Master Crease, which is really a bad dude. <laughs> it's pretty clear in the, the series and throughout the movies that he is not a very good person. Um, he really clung to Master Crease because of his uh, desire to have a father figure in his life. His, uh, he, he didn't really have a, a relationship with his stepfather. It was a negative relationship. Um, and his mother passed away um, in his uh, later years. So growing up as an adult. So um, he never really had that father figure. So he really clung to Master Crease, who was a bad dude. And of course, he, tried, he had to emulate a lot of the negative values that Master Crease was espousing. And Daniel, on his side of the coin, he actually... Uh, you know, opened up and said that, you know, he, he, his dad passed away. And so he was yearning for a father figure and he found it in Mr. Miyagi, who of course is kind of like, you know, the patriarch and the, uh, the hero, uh, in many ways of the Karate Kid saga. And so, you know, these two guys start opening up and throughout the show, you see these themes of fatherhood. And again, I, I know I'm probably rooting this for some people, but you know, uh, Johnny's son, Robbie ends up training with Daniel. 
uh, unbeknownst to Daniel initially. And um, there's this sense of uh, betrayal that goes on there. Um, and likewise, Daniel is training his daughter and his daughter's training and they go back and forth and it's this really big thing. And initially when the first episode starts, um, Miguel, uh, who is this boy that lives in uh, Johnny's apartment next door, um, he ends up uh, begging to learn martial arts after Johnny basically saves him from a group of bullies in the first episode. Um, and Johnny takes Miguel under his wing as a student, but really as a, a kind of like this uh, a son figure to him. And so throughout the show, you just see these themes of fatherhood um, and how it's impacted these kids' lives and how it's actually, you know, the wrong influence could send you completely down the wrong path. And, you know, as a martial arts instructor, um, I'm very, you know, proud of what I do. And, uh, you know, working in the Kickstart Kids program as a martial arts teacher to middle schoolers in the state of Texas, um, you know, many of these kids have come up to me and, you know, said, you know, Mr. Panna, you're like a father figure to me. Because uh, a lot of these kids, honestly, unfortunately, they don't have... Um, a father figure in their lives. Maybe the dad walked out of that. Maybe there, there is a, a dad in the home, but he might have some substance abuse issues. And so I've, in certain times throughout my career in Kickstart Kids, I've actually had to kind of step in the gap and become that father figure for many of these kids. I've even had, you know, young female students like bring boys to the classroom that they were dating. And I was, I would ask them, you know, why are you bringing this boy here to the classroom? It's like, well, you know, I want to introduce him to a father, but I don't, my father's not around. I want to introduce him to you. And so I realized that people, young people, actually, as I can see from the TV show, people in their adulthood yearn for a father figure. They're yearning for some kind of male leadership. They desire that. They, they, They yearn for that. And the show really echoes that. And if you're a father like me, and especially specifically if you're a martial artist and father like me, I'll be honest, martial arts fathers are often sometimes not the best fathers. Um, we often are so focused on our training and growing a group and training and teaching that we it's easy for us to neglect our responsibilities and duties as dads, right? And on the other side of the token, there are a lot of martial arts fathers that I've witnessed throughout my life that really force their children into training. Uh, and, and not, not in ex- such a good way. I mean, I understand that, you know, there's a benefit to martial arts and of course my son's going to be training as well, but there's also, there's almost this tyrannical dictator style approach where the father is just forcing the child to train and therefore, uh, there's a res- level of resentment, uh, to the father and to martial arts in general. So as martial arts, you know, we are super conscious and super passionate about, you know, developing our skills and developing our, our minds and our bodies, uh, for, for fighting, for, for competition or whatever, but it, that sometimes can come at the expense of understanding what it means to be a good father and being present. And one thing that the Cobra Kai TV show taught me was that yes, one, Fathers are important. Um, men, grown men yearn for a father figure. Young people yearn for some kind of father figure. Um, fathers who are not present in the lives of their children are impacted by that, even if they don't know it. And children whose fathers walk out of them are greatly impacted. I mean, we can see that right now in society with fatherless homes. We're seeing a rise in violence, crime. Uh, we're seeing a rise in drug abuse, substance abuse, uh, suicide even. So it's important that fathers... And I'm speaking really to the fathers of this podcast. Um, many of you may be martial arts fathers uh, like me. Um, we need to remember that our true role, our true responsibility is not on the mat, even if that is your primary source of income. It is not the only metric in your life that you need to look at, right? It's the fatherhood aspect. It's the ability to raise good children. Because one day we're going to be long gone. I'm going to be long gone one day. 
hopefully many, many decades down the road, but my son is going to be here and his future siblings will also be here. We, you know, plan on having more kids. Um, and that's going to be the legacy. So even if you, you may have all the students on the planet and here's the thing, I, I get it. being a martial arts teacher as a male, you become like a father figure to these kids, but I'm just speaking from experience and speaking from just my direct experience. It's not the same as being a father. It's not the same the level of responsibility, the level of stress, the level of dedication. It's not the same as having students. It's not, it's, it's not to say that being a martial arts teacher and having students is not important, but I will say that it is different. It's very, very different in the level of responsibility you have. And therefore, it, it, it behooves us as fathers to really focus on our duties as dads, to be present at home, okay? To be uh, patient. The same way we would have to be patient and compassionate to a student and understanding to a student while at the same time keeping them in line and keeping them disciplined and pushing them to, to, to their limits. We have to apply that same aspect to our fatherhood life. And if you watch the show, Cobra Kai, you'll see this play out. Um, it's, it's important for all of us as, as dads, as fathers, as martial artists to really step up and to make sure that we are being the best versions of ourselves for our sons and daughters. Um, there's this one particular situation where in the show, as I'm talking, comes to mind, Johnny Lawrence, is, uh, Johnny Lawrence wants to get closer to his son, Robbie. And initially, Robbie kind of pushes back against him. But it's interesting to me because even in that moment, Robbie begins to cling to Daniel LaRusso in almost like this father-son relationship kind of way. So even though you, may, you might be listening to this and thinking, well, you know, I, you know, I messed up. I don't, my, my relationship with my kids isn't great. Start now. Fight for it. It's not gonna, if you were neglectful for years and you think it's gonna change overnight, you're wrong because it took years to get you to this point. You need to make sure if you're the dad listening to this and you're struggling in that respect where you were not present for your kids and you wanna make a change, you gotta fight for that change now. You gotta fight tooth and nail for that change now because your son or daughter is gonna be influenced by a guy somewhere. And you want to make sure it's you, especially if you've been working on yourself and trying to become a good person of character. And so, again, if you haven't seen the show Cobra Kai, I highly recommend it. Even if you're a martial artist or not, my wife is not a martial artist and she doesn't, she can't even remember the last time she saw the first Karate Kid movie, but she loves the TV show for many of the reasons I've just espoused. So, again, dads, let's attack the weak. And by attacking the weak, let's make sure that we're not just dominating on the mat and in the gym, but also dominating in the walls of our home because that's where it truly counts. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.